What's up, folks? Welcome to another edition. I'm going to fade down that geek cypher. There we go. We got Dave in the stewed. Hey, hey, man. Hello, hello. Oh, I love Janelle's background. I, I really got to guess. Janessa, sorry, sorry. I, I was, I was so captivated by your background that I couldn't remember my even my own Ooh, name. Good <laughs> That's Riz thank right you, there. That's, that's interesting. That's Riz. When you mess up a girl's name and you're like, you're, you're so stunning, I couldn't focus. <laughs> <laughs> Except but, he meant my background. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, oh, like, hey, like, take fair, you guys and get, get them. They, 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 they don't give a lot of compliments out in these streets here. <laughs> Welcome that to another true. edition of Geek Cypher, folks. We got a fun one. Uh, Dave, I wanted to start off by telling you you're short. That clip I made of the short of you talking about the wrestling is our most viewed uh, video on YouTube right now. Uh, it just hit over 2,000 views. So people are definitely very excited. We'll definitely have to do, and I've been saying it for the longest time, that you you and Skinny, and I do have another buddy, Dennis, who is big into wrestling, who said he'd be more than happy to be a guest if ever we decided to do a wrestling segment. Well, I'm telling you right now, out of respect for this week, because I know we have oh, what's 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 going on. Oh, sorry, I'm a, I'm a fan of wrestling. Just so you know. Oh, are you? <laughs> are you a fan? Okay, well then we can, uh, we can talk about it then. Let's do yeah, it because I I, 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 gonna... I told the guys I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't know if you liked wrestling. But let's let's discuss because they had stuff they wanted to discuss about wrestling at the top. Just, just out of curiosity, because I I just wanted to know by chance. Are you aware of everything that's happened as of late? Like no. Okay, so because it'd that's be fine. interesting to get a, a, a female's perspective about this because it actually is quite a concerning matter, to be quite honest with you. So oh yeah, yeah. Sure in on. WW, there's a few things we'll discuss. We'll discuss the one that I'm more uh, talking about now, which is like you know, it's funny because we always talk about uh, you know. Uh, have I had enough? And I've or and I was gonna say I've had enough Vince McMahon, and now this guy is completely out of the company because I there's a major scandal. Just so that you are aware, Janessa, that Vince is now resigned from the company because he's been um, accused of um, multiple sexual multiple misconduct. things, but multiple sexual misconducts, sex trafficking at work. Into the oh. even to the point where the the, the victim and uh, I I wish I can remember I know her name is Grant at the end I wish I could remember her first name, but um she basically openly said like on of the many things that she has said one of the more deplorable things in my opinion um is that not only was she forced and pictures of her were like trafficked around the company oh. um he forced her into not only just to have a threesome but enduring so. Apparently, he defecated on her head. Good lord! Yeah, like it's so what wild. <laughs> I haven't heard any wild. of this. I mean, I don't, I don't really follow the like the in the now news, but oh, this is like I a mean... week old. Like, everyone <laughs> yeah. was like, "Oh, the biggest thing is going to be that The Rock is now part shareholder of TKO because TKO owns UFC and WWE oh. right now." And everyone's okay. like, "Oh, that's great!" And then, like the same day, they're like, "Oh." Oh, this dude. all the drop on the <laughs> like, wow, like, I'm like, reading like, about it right now. Like, yeah, I so, rocket stocks because The Rock came to save the franchise, and then woo. so just so we can give a, a little bit of clarity for people that are uh, that don't know, recently TKO, and this is for most folks who aren't necessarily huge fans of wrestling. 
and just to catch you you folks up and dave you can correct me if i'm wrong on any part of this as i understand it ww got sold to tko who also owns the ufc uh tko was kind of branding themselves as like the you know the, the like the, the wrestling and ufc and uh, ultimate fighting and we already see like people like brock lesnar and ronda rousey and a whole bunch of people have crossed over mm-hmm. made that you know connection so it's not out of this world for those industries to be linked together and tko is now bringing them under one umbrella which is kind of perfect vince mcmahon has been vince mcmahon did technically leave or step down as a creative some time ago but then didn't actually stay away well the thing is so he was basically getting some really bad press at one point in time which right. was about similar but not as detailed as the things i just said to you now which obviously right. i appreciate your shocked face <laughs> janessa with with what i was saying but they had kicked him out at one point in time to say like yo this is becoming toxic you gotta leave and then he end, ended up weaseling his way back in because no one had like really they didn't like, have enough it wasn't detailed. Well, it's, right. it's just it's just more like you know the details and the actual allegations weren't as public as they are now, right? right. So right. Wendy's he's like, no, they tried to be smirched me, and he, he squashed that somehow. And then, you know, lo and behold, he comes back, and when he comes back, you know, a lot of people said we don't want him in creative, but he had a good business mind. Like he's the one who, like, regardless of the disgustingness of that he did, like you know, if you take that away for two seconds, he did build a brand. He did yeah. make a monopoly for a really long time. Yeah. You know, we can't deny like a certain degree. Of, you're a scum, but you you are a business acumen, business genius. Yeah, yeah he has business fine. acumen, especially with right. wrestling, and he's been in the family business for so long. So we're it's not wrong to yeah. say that from a business perspective he knows what he's doing there's a lot of people who are scum who are smart business people bezos musk trump i'm saying their names uh, and, <laughs> and i'm not trying to take away from their the the business dealings that they've done but they aren't necessarily the nicest people they're 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 not loyal they might be they're loyal to cash but not to the people around them specifically not women but that's a whole other thing so he came back to help with the merger that ended up being TKO buying them. But so not only does this come out, you know, and, you know, at the same time, like some good news for them, they got on, they got, you know, the rock to be on, on their board, which is I yeah. a huge thing for them. Uh, another thing that was earth shattering again, right before this was leaked out was uh, raw is no longer going to be like, like basically WWE won't be on TV anymore. They're actually going to be on Netflix starting in 2025. Yes, that I heard yeah. about. Yeah, which is yeah. like huge because I mean it speaks volumes about the fact that you know their streaming service wasn't good enough. But like it's 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 talking a lot about WWE's, WWE's net streaming yeah. network was a good mm-hmm. start to correct. And you know it's also you know dictating like what we expect to happen in the future with other sporting things. But then not yeah. only is this done. But then, like, in the blurb, they don't mention him by name, but they go out of their way to be like, there was a lot of people who turned a blind eye, including a former UFC champion who was also on the roster. Which, I mean, obviously it's not Ronda Rousey, so they're basically incorporating Brock Lesnar into, like, again, I'm not calling Brock Lesnar a pig or anything like that. I'm just saying that. Allegedly. yeah, allegedly, 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 right? Maybe. Like it's allegedly, but mm-hmm. basically allegedly it was implied that he was at least shown photos and he more or less was like, you know, kind of thing. That's my interpretation of what's been shared. Now, unfortunately, you should have whistleblowed that. Let's be yeah. honest. This guy is like, you know, millionaire by this time. You should be doing something 
et cetera, et cetera. So that shit's all wild, you know, wow. and there, but then like what I find as like a, another sack to WWE for lack of a better term, Janessa, uh, you, you know that, you know, the, there's the Royal Rumble and the Royal Rumble leads to mm -hmm. WrestleMania, right? So yes. they had a lot of plans. One of them was Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in the Royal Rumble. He got, so just to back more. up a second, when just to emphasize the impact that made like, you know, the, the company need to react to this Slim Jim, which has always been synonymous with wrestling, you know, especially Randy Savage when we were younger kids and whatnot, slap into a Slim Jim. He was their spokesperson. The day mm -hmm. that it found out, they're like, we so far, which is yeah, wild. I love but it. We're, they're, they pulled out of Royal Rumble weekend the week, the, the day of. They're like, if you don't figure shit out, we're done. Oh, wow. we're, we're not, we're not, we're not like they pulled all their advertising, which the oh. next day Vince McMahon then resigned, right? Oh, so, okay. and that's, and then Slim Jim came back because they're like, yeah, you, as long as basically they gave him messages, as long as he ain't here, we'll be playing, but you also got to get rid of whoever else is, you know, transpiring because it's a huge investigation. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. so, Brock Lesnar's not only taken out of the, the the Royal Rumble, but he's now out of WrestleMania. Very, very big marquee player. And a lot of people were able to guess what matches he may or may have not been. Regardless of who his opponent would have been, it would have been a star-studded match. They just hired back CM Punk. CM Punk, obviously, again, a huge draw. CM Punk tore his tricep in the Royal Rumble match. And is oh. officially needing surgery, which, again... One of the biggest things about CM Punk, and again, ironically, 10 years ago, left the WWE, tried to do UFC, openly admits that he failed at that. Everyone knows that he didn't do, he didn't have a good track record with it. But at least mm -hmm. he had, lack of a better term, the balls to try. Uh, maybe that's not appropriate with all the things I said before, but regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like, he had the balls to try. Let's continue to talk about sexual assault in the WWE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, the, the thing was, like, he never got to main event of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the fact that he did lose the match, of, he finished the match in the Royal Rumble, but now he's off the card. So now you have three key, two key people, two key matches off the card. And even furthermore, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of who Seth Rollins is. Um, let me see. New generation. He, he's he, a new, he, he's basically one of their current. They have two champions. Each oh yes, yes, show. yes. I seen yeah. him. I seen him in Montreal. Yes. Oh yeah, he's he's he's. Oh, dope. Openly... Wait, you went to yeah. wrestling in Montreal? Yeah, I went last year. Oh, so you were probably you. Were, Dave was there because Dave goes to all of them. I, I go to. Oh, oh really? I, I I went to AEW. I didn't go to WWE last year. Oh my event. bad. Oh okay. So rude. You, which one were you? Which one did you go to? I went to actually. It wasn't. It was one of the like. It was at Place Bell. I can't remember what it was called, but Ronda Rousey, uh, what's his name? The champion for a while. Yeah, it's Ronda Rousey. That would be that would be correct. No, no, she's you talking know? about the male. The no, male the, the oh, male, male one. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. He was there too. The guy from Laval. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, Sami Zayn. Oh, you went to Elimination yes. Chamber probably. Or sorry, that, uh, that? Mm. it's the one where it's the one of the guy from Laval fought Roman Reigns in his hometown, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that was I forget the name of the pay per view, but you I forget the name to, too. That that was a really yeah. You, I, I'm actually a bit jealous right now, but anyways, I'm going to digress <laughs> on that. Um, uh, so needless to say, so you're you're, you're more than recent. So Seth yeah. Rollins also recently he and he's the current champion. He's mm -hmm. torn his MCL, which 
is connected to two other very ACL, and I forget the other. There's another L L ligament ligament there, um, and All he's fendangled ligaments that people <laughs> be talking about. So he's on. He got injured in January, and basically, it's not determined whether or not he will be able to compete at WrestleMania. So, on top of oh. like these highs and down ups and downs of the past week, on like a business standpoint, you could appreciate now, like they're in. I don't want to say they're in the shits because they, in my opinion, they have a really stacked roster, especially of a lot of talents that they have probably underutilized to a certain degree. Yeah. But like, it's it's like the WrestleMania that is jinxed. Like it's almost more jinx yeah. than when the pandemic happened because the pandemic, they had no injuries. They just had to tell, tell good stories with no one in the room. Yeah. My but. favorite thing about this is this sounds similar to how we've been talking about DC comics needs to move away from using the same characters over and over. And it mm -hmm. feels like wrestling is at the same point where they're like, Oh, we have to figure out how to do this without these stars that we always rely on. And it's just like, well, <laughs> that's been a minute that you guys should have been trying to do things a little different. Like, you can't always use the yeah. same people over and over and over. So but that's, been my, that's been my take for anything. I feel like everyone, and, and I know you're talking real quick about like, I've had enough, but I feel like in the segment, one of the, and that's a new segment for those of you who don't know, if this is your first time watching Geek Sypha, we have a lot of segments on the show that we're going to be adding in this new year. And one of the segments that we're adding is I've had enough. And in the I've had enough segment, we talk about industries in which, People are using, for example, Batman in DC, Spider-Man and Wolverine in Marvel. And in this case, Dave, as you're talking about some of these wrestlers that you have a whole roster or as I remembered or learned today, stables. <laughs> <laughs> well, stables, stables is just a, a term to say these people are always associated with each other. Yeah, that's, I just that's I, I generally think I forgot that the word we use the word stable because that's. That, that definitely made me feel mad uncomfortable when we were talking about these wrestlers and these female wrestlers and I was just and you guys were just like yeah so these you know all these stables and I was just like why y'all talking about them like they're livestock well, dude uh, like you want to know what you know what the term is for a good worker who always works really hard no I don't want to know a workhorse in wrestling, <laughs> in wrestling? In wrestling, it's called the workhorse of the company Jesus Christ. literally you're a workhorse champion is what people have been called Vince McMahon is all about Dis disrespecting people is oh he's saying. all about i i don't want to be because let's just be honest like he is someone again certain acumen certain areas this of life acumen. yeah great you know but he's always been someone of lack of a better term a slime ball and he's always been someone who is always can i say uh, i'm hearing your lack of a better term i feel like that was a perfect term slime yeah. ball <laughs> worked so accurately there <laughs> but he's someone who's always you are always beneath me like you know, oh, yeah, yeah. even when you've like the other people who are because I don't want to go through the list of the, the, the names because I, I, I some of them are, are guesstimates of who are the people who right. encourage this bad behavior. We will wrap this segment up at the end yeah. of your segment because we got two more things we want to talk no, about. No worries. But like the people who are claiming to also more likely than not be associated with these are people who when you look at them, you generally look like a low life. <laughs> like you look like someone who would be that like, you know, Aww. like, you know, when you look at someone, you'd be like, I'm like, it's like when you walk down a street at night and there's like yeah. this big burly guy with tattoos and like, like, you know, uh, yeah, we're trying to pierce scenes past, and stuff, but no, yeah. I'm not trying, but you, you'd walk by and you initially be like, uh, you might yeah, meet yeah, them you, you might meet them, and they might be the nicest person ever. You're like, Oh, I was wrong. But yeah. the people mm -hmm. that they are accusing of, 
you look like those people. Like yeah. you look like if I had to, if someone closed their eyes and described to a police sketch artist what they thought a like a, a pervert looked like, pervert WWE people, it would be Vince McMahon <laughs> and the new Vince McMahon too. The creepy slick back hair with the weird mustache. Oh, and... the 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 Hitler the Hitler McMahon. Oh, yeah, this man Th- that's weird. what I call him, the Hitler McMahon. <laughs> he looks so bad. So but anyways, needless to say. I... Chip be fucked up on their side. Sorry, just well, no, I'm past five minutes, huh? Um, and no, but trying. I said last week, I, I'm trying, but but, the but they, they deserve better for, for, all, for all the for all the effing they were doing behind the scenes. I deserved one f bomb. That's all I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> to the next. There, there goes the youth vote. There goes the youth. Damn. Vote. Okay, we can't swear. I had to remember that. No, no, we can swear. We can. No, swear. we can. It's just like he says had... it to me because I'm I'm excessive. Yeah, yeah. He swears <laughs> a little more than the average bear. And then when I'm like lo- looking at the stats, I'm just like, I wonder if these swears are hurting us. <laughs> uh, but yes, on to the next segment. We want to do the, we, the other segment that we have. Au on one, skinny just in time. We're going to be talking about what's going on with Toys R Us here in Canada, for those of you who don't know. And I feel like this one's perfect for everybody in the room. Toys R Us has decided, or I should say Sunrise Records, who owns Toys R Us, has decided that they're going to clear out the video game section of Toys R Us, and they're going to toss in what is now a mini HMV. They've done it in Toronto already. It looks like they're doing it. They're bringing it to Montreal because I went to the Toys R Us in the suburbs and I went to the one uh, in LaSalle here in Montreal. And I've seen the sections. They've completely cleared out. They've taken all the video game stuff out. They've moved everything. The Funko Pops are on one wall. The other walls are all empty. The shelves are being cleared out. They've reduced toys by like 25%. It's, it is crazy. It's abysmal. It it's yeah. bad. It looks terrible. Um, I don't even... Listen, do kids... Y'all remember Urban Outfitters, right? That's when yeah. vinyl was coming back, really like that. Um, do kids really buy vinyl like that? I'm saying kids because I'm 38. So I'm saying, are are the kids, are is is it you know? Are we really is it about that? Um, it really like that? I do think it's trending right now. So vinyl's bussing, uh... as they call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> as they call it, you're not that old, skinny. No, I'm old. I'm, I'm old you now. I'm read old. and watch movies still. Like, come on. <laughs> well, I, one of the things I wrote when I heard about this, my first comment was, doing this is solely to the benefit of like junior Gen X and elder millennials, because yeah. that to me is the the demographic that still cares about Toys R Us that way and cares about vinyl and records and stuff like that. And I, I don't think that as a business plan for Toys R Us, when and I think I see what they're doing because I think what they're doing is when the parents come in with the kids for the toys, the parents might also see something they like, like vinyl, like mm. CDs, which I find weird that there's even CDs. But, you know, there's they, CDs? Might, yeah, there's even CDs. Uh, I actually I think I have the video here. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Uh, so what about DVDs and stuff? Yeah, they had DVDs, no? they had Blu-rays. Okay. I'm going to mute that real quick. There we go. Uh, so one of the things, and this is something I just realized about uh, d- doing the show we're doing the way we do it now. We upload the episodes to Spotify, and you know we keep telling people you can make sure to watch us on YouTube. If you are listening to this on Spotify, we upload the video on Spotify too. So if you're listening to this right now on Spotify and I'm about to play this clip, guess what? You can go on Spotify and open it up and watch this video with us. Watch along. 
as you're listening to it on Spotify. It's almost like having an automatic option for a clip now, which I think is really great. But I'm going to present my screen because they they show in this video. And uh, I know oh, I'm going to turn off the audio because I don't need it. So we're going to show in this video. I'm going to start it back from the top. Go full screen. And then you guys can all see this now. So this is a video of what they've been doing in the store. Why? Why? So Why? right now, again, if you guys are listening to this on Spotify, you can click to watch the video along with us. If you are watching this, if you're listening to this and you want to watch it with us from the beginning, feel free to go over to YouTube and watch us on YouTube or Twitch. But now, Toys R Us in Canada now carries records, CDs, and Blu-rays. In the video, you can see a full HMV-style section of vinyl. They have CDs, which I don't understand who you're selling CDs to. Most people I know don't know. That's, <laughs> that's really weird. The same age group that would want to buy toys. What are you doing? I just, I like when I saw the video the first time, I didn't understand the CDs. I understood selling Blu-rays. I understand selling yes, vinyl and records. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, but my but, question is, yeah, if you still have sunrise stores open. Do this at your sunrise stores. Yeah. What are you I'm, doing that's this a, for? That's what I don't get. If sunrise is the owner. Yeah. I, why are they? I, if I don't they're going to do this and then start selling better T-shirts at Sunrise again, I'm kind of for it. But if they're selling the same Jason Voorhees Friday the Thirteenth Freddy Krueger <laughs> puzzle crap that they've been sending selling, and all these socks and board games that I don't want, the Elm Street version of Monopoly, like, bro, stop! <laughs> why are we doing this then? Why? Honestly, I don't understand. It, if, if anything, it's to try to enhance the parent experience there instead of parents being bored and just you know, kid buying, it allows them. And then there will be a gap, a bridge of gap, so to speak, instead of the kids, like example, now, as you have a kid who's getting older and doesn't want to play with toys, you're going to slowly steer them towards the sunrise. You see what you're doing? You're reaching. That's what you're well, I might I be mean, reaching, but it's better than not. Know, I, <laughs> I will give but, him credit. Sorry. Go ahead, Janessa. Yeah. No, I was going to say, maybe it is a, a way of trying to attract the, an older crowd. Maybe I, that's their way of... I, I think it's two things. I think it's exactly what Janessa is saying. It's tracking an older crowd. And I think it's also what uh, Dave is saying. You're going to try and do branding. Because if you're taking your kids to Toys R Us... Skinny, you have kids. You take your kids to Toys R Us. You go into yeah. Toys R Us. You're not necessarily the best demographic for this because you don't necessarily want vinyl and these bad t-shirts. I'm here and for toys. <laughs> right. But if you're, store. if you're not a collector and you take your kid to Toys R Us, your kid is running around looking at this doll, that Lego set, this action figure, and you're standing there and you're just like, oh, yo, I used to listen to this album when I was in high school. And then My you're, man, you go, you're a grown adult. Bring your kid to Walmart where they have all the same stuff in a superstore and go find yourself some coffee within the no. same store. <laughs> why, why brook up yeah. a toy specialty store? Why broke it all up? A toy specialty store. Just to hey, sell. Walmart, Walmart doesn't vinyl. have records, just saying. Yeah, Walmart I know what, is know what the I devil, mean. first. They do have all. an audio section, which which you could include vinyl. I mean, but funny enough, yeah. I, I will say Walmart actually recently, and I think what I don't know if it was Walmart, but it's, I think it was Best Buy. Best Box, Buy took out their stuff. Yeah, the a lot of the box stores are starting to take out some of the physical content. 
Blu-rays. So Toys R Us trying to milk up on that. Then That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Toys R Us sees an opportunity. You guys are getting rid of Blu-rays. We have a whole mm-hmm. section. We have a video. We have Sunrise as a record store, a brand that, to be honest, between us, the walls, and everyone else who's tuned in, nobody really pays attention to. No offense That's to Sunrise. Funny. I love the store. I like going into the store. I like looking for seasons of TV shows and stuff like that. But people don't hang out in that store like like how we used to hang out at HMV. Skinny hit. Yeah, it's not the same. So I'm saying... You take your losses, you see a bunch of those closed down GameStops, you buy up them shits, or rebrand your whole Sunrise shit to HMV, and then leave Toys R Us alone. But but that's what I'm saying. Toys R Us was seeing that the video game market, if you have, first of all, how many people were buying their, their PlayStations, their Xbox series, and all that stuff at Toys R Us? Not many, but it was probably an alternative if you couldn't find it at the GameStop, because people right. forgot Toys R Us. Agreed, but I think I think what Toys R Us is also trying to do is they're trying to get up that niche. Yeah, they're trying to do a niche thing. Yeah, because let's mm-hmm. be honest. Like, first of all, I mean, I don't. Do you but you have to understand, you... there isn't a Toys R Us anymore. It's just Sunrise. It's Sunrise that owns Toys R Us. It's not yes, Toys right. R Us membrane. It's a Sunrise membrane running around in Toys R Us. So these people don't actually understand toys. They're just running well, around fair. in it. Yeah, I, I, they, yeah, they saved it because Toys R Us started shutting down and someone had to save it. They came yeah. along and said, well, this is a good business model. It's It's been successful in Canada for so long. Let's do this. And then, sorry, go ahead, Janessa. I saw. I see you're about I was, to. Well, I was going to say, I kind of agree with Skinny. Like, why didn't they just rebrand Toys R Us and make it better? Girl, and just, because yeah. I don't know. if you, Like, when I walk into a Toys R Us store, it feels like it's stuck in, like, 2005. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah, they yeah. should just they should just rebrand Toys R Us into making it a better, bigger, you know, crazier how, toy but store. How about this? What what's the better toy store? The toy store just for kids or the toy store no, for make everybody, it for including the adults, which is bam, all the stuff we've been talking about. Vinyls but, and but, CDs are not toys. Vinyls, yeah, that's not toys. That's the thing. Like, adults are buying three hundred dollar Lego sets that Brian has behind him. I, I'm that's what I was gonna say. If they had a Lego section. It's over, and they and that's they the thing. Had, oh, wait, are no, you sorry. saying? Lego I know they have Lego. Right? I meant, yeah, like if they had a, a like a crazy Lego set, like Eiffel Tower yeah. Lego, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like your hands exclusive Lego. type shit, like just yeah, a, a crazy okay, section dude. of it. I think it would yeah, be better. I am just saying, I think because I'll I'll say this. I know a lot of people. There's even been people on on this show, Mike Mike Wilcox. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? I uh, the. Oh, I'm I'm blanking out on his name, but uh, I'll remember it later. But people who older people have a tendency to like vinyl. Even even myself, like I'm even looking to hopefully get like like a vinyl, like well to get like you know the whole. Yeah. I'm like, trying to get, get a record set up player, and record player, and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about it, you get people who have the toys. Then what's going to be their ultimate model? You come for the toys. When you come for the toys, you'll end up getting the pops. Then you're gonna put in the t-shirts because they already have the t-shirts. They're gonna have the customized board games. Maybe if I was if I was them, I would I'd be with Lego because Lego is a super big thing, right? Right. I would not sell any more Lego unless it was X-Men, Marvel, Star Wars. I would only put yeah. in the like it's gonna be an ultimate nerd center. Yeah, and I'll explain real quick to people who don't know how it works for Lego specifically. Lego as it as as a deal with a lot of these retailers at the beginning of the year, you put in your order and order for the year, what you want. 
They do that for some of the smaller retailers. For the larger retailers, they let you re-up, but you don't get to order everything. The Lego store is still trying to make itself the source for stuff. So mm -hmm. if it, what Dave is saying cuts back on them having a bunch of overhead for stuff. I went to Chapters the other day and found a Wonder Woman 84 Lego set that I know no one cares about. That set is old. It's wash. It's an ugly set. And ugly it's, movie. it didn't. It's a bad movie. It didn't sell well. And they have the set discounted. Why? Because they have that set. And because they, they've re-upped on other stuff. But until they sell that set, it just sits in inventory. They don't mm -hmm. send it back Overstock. to Lego. It's your, yeah, okay. it's yours. Mm -hmm. You have to sell it. You deal with it no matter what happens, no matter how bad the price gets. You got to hold on to that lazy-ass, yeah. ugly box with this ugly art yeah. until someone decides, mm -hmm. like me, to pick it up because you're a weird nerd and you're just like, wow, a Wonder Woman set, which I didn't do because I was just I have more respect for myself. But also, <laughs> I'm also thinking in terms for of 30 bucks. I was tempted, though, down from 50. I'm not lying. Even if I hate it, I was just like, I could at least have this Wonder Woman minifig and this cheetah minifig. Anyways, we're, I digress. I'm saying for but vinyl, I, for the specialty saying, of vinyl. Yeah. The prices, though, I don't go. I'm, I don't shop for vinyl. I sample and right. I don't shop for vinyl. I'm thinking prices wise and price gauging. And right. I'm already seeing in the I'm a collector of these six inch figures. I've seen in Toys R Us. Toys R Us is always the lead marquee since Sunrise. Sunrise mm. and Toys R Us are always jumping these prices up. Like, say, a Marvel Legend. These would be twenty nine yeah. ninety nine in twenty twenty. These things are at Toys R Us only thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I noticed that. So what are I you going to be that. doing a vinyl if your six-inch plastic is thirty nine ninety nine starting? Yeah. What are we doing that, with vinyl? Yeah. What are we so, charging for CDs? What are we charging for T-shirts? I'm not mad at what Skinny's pointing out. They are going to probably hike those prices up in a nasty way. That is something I could see Toys R Us doing. I just bought these Squadron mm -hmm. Supreme, uh, what's his name, Blur and uh, Nighthawk. Oh, you bought those from? You yeah. didn't buy it from Toys R Us. Don't tell me you did that. No. Because okay, I good. went to Toys R Us and saw it for eighty four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Toys R Us is just known for jacking up the prices. Yeah, for they everything. had it. They had it for eighty dollars. I kept seeing it at the GameStop near my work something. for fifty for fifty nine ninety nine. I went to Toys R Us and I asked them, "Do wow. you guys price match?" They're just like, "No, they only price match Walmart and Amazon.ca." And right. I was just like, "Okay, that's pretty fine. specific." Yeah, but there's actually there's like three stores, but they only like price match with those box stores, like they're equivalent. And I was just like, okay, cool. So I went back to the store and I have the thing card with GameStop. So I got the 10% nice off card. again. So I went in, it said $62.98. I took it to the cash. Dude said, Oh, it's $59.99. I said, Oh, I have the membership. He's like, Oh, you get 10% off. So I'm like, I got six dollars off. He's like, Yeah, so you're getting it for $54. Something that's selling for $80 at Toys R Us. Is selling for fifty four if you have a membership at GameStop, and if you have the Onyx, it's even cheaper because I got Onyx, and it's there. Bad. You go. It's, it's, it's because cheap. the store rent is really large. Oh yeah, for Toys R Us. You, th oh, you think about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of real estate. I get I it. So then, reducing your toy section so that nobody sees those toys that are eighty four dollars, <laughs> so that you're gonna just have that stuff rot in your shelves while you're trying to push a new Bart Simpson CD is the best idea ever. Let's do this more. Twenty twenty four. Let's go. I, I, I'm just I... saying. Oh, sorry, go on, Janessa. No, I was just going to say, I think it's, I, I get what they're doing, but I think it would be more successful if they just made their Sunrise stores better and made the Toys R Us better separately. <laughs> and then it's two niche <laughs> Inter ent ent entities. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, two entities, but make it better. I don't know. Yeah, because okay, you guys are essentially saying they're going to be a jack of all trade and a master of none. Yes. Yes. Of, yeah. of toys slash, because even think about it. Uh, what, what, what's their baby section called? 
Babies, Babies are us. Yeah. So you have Babies are us. You have Toys are us. Sunrise Records. It is a rainbow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, life. That, that's the already circle, Walmart. The circle oh. of life. But that's but that's already Walmart. That's how yeah. you see Walmart. It's but, already but, but a hub of everything. Because if you go to yeah. Walmart, because I agree, Walmart has the better prices. We'll not deny you that fact. Yeah. But does Walmart have walls and walls of options for you? They do not. Which is why whenever something goes out in Walmart, if you actually like it, you ought to hunt. Like I've seen people like rushing down that aisle, almost throwing elbows to be like, I'm going to get that Marvel figure yeah. that I know is here. And there's like two of them and probably one's already sold. And you see it. It's yeah. dirty. It's scary. Yeah, but no, that's what's going to happen at Toys R Us if they make it this huge hub. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same thing. Well, so I I'll, I see it this way, and I, I I agree with a lot of things all y'all have said. I think one of the things though is, for example, when I went to the UK, and we even have them here in Montreal, we have those geek stores that have like the statue figures, that have action figures, that have like the adult sets of Lego and stuff like that. And I really do believe, and I, I as much as I understand why. Janessa, you and Skinny were saying it's not necessarily the best business model to do because you become a jack of all trades and a master of none. Is if you start to focus on trying to please everybody and be a Walmart, because it's going to be kind of a Walmart type energy to have like yeah. records, uh, record players, t shirts, Funko Pop, Lego sets mm -hmm. from all ages. Like you're going to have the adults Lego sets and all the way to the Duplo Lego sets. And mm -hmm. then you're going to have the Lego friends and then you have action figures and and then you're and then you're going to have the baby stuff. Oh, you're pregnant? Come to <laughs> Babies R Us, Toys R Us and Sunrise HMV in one store. Yes, that to me does sound like a wild space. Because it sounds like three stores in one and I Are can't they gonna have different music in each section. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that would be wild. That would be much, wild. But that's Think that's what that. you're getting. You're not wrong, Janessa. It's funny no, that you see that. You are very much not wrong. That's an if, interesting concept. If I have record, if I'm selling records, I am not going to be playing the Disney playlist that I hear at Toys R Us when I'm trying to move records. So what what am I going to be playing in that section? What am I playing in the toy section? And what am I playing in the baby section? These and you know what? Because Janessa and I work in the, that industry, it's something we think about and. I don't know what Toys R Us is going to do, but I do I do understand. I think I understand way better what you and Skinny are saying now, but I will say in this world where you're going against Amazon and you're going against Target in the States and the Walmarts and the GameStops who are niche, if you're Toys R Us, and I'm not, <laughs> I went to a Toys R Us, <laughs> Janessa, actually, I went to the Toys R Us to hook you up with the Dragon, the, mm -hmm. the Dice thing. And today I went to get the dice sling for you. I walked into the store. I I got it there at four o'clock on a when a Tuesday, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, four o'clock on a Tuesday. The Toys R Us in LaSalle walked into the store, dead. Walked around the store. <laughs> yeah. I was the only person in the store. Three employees, two of them standing on the side, literally just moving shelves to make this new section for the the sunrise stuff. <laughs> I pick up the item that I got for you, the dice sling from hasbro check it out y'all it's pretty cool and brought it to the cash looked around and said to girl pretty quiet and she made a face like <laughs> like sucked her she didn't suck her teeth oh sorry did i cut out for a second a little bit you got for a second yeah you're, oh, you're frozen i think i cut out 
It's funny because he's he, he's in a for those who are watching or not watching, he's in a. It looked like it looked like he like <laughs> cut himself or something <laughs> in that moment. Um. Well, Walt Brian, Walt Brian says that the only Am thing I I'll say is, oh, I we hear you. You good? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I just yeah. I don't know for some reason I just had a weird dip in my internet. It, everything was fine. I'm talking, and then you guys froze, and I was just like, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to myself right in that moment. Uh, all that to say, the store was so dead. She made a face like, why are you saying it's dead? It's just like, well, ma'am. Like, I didn't say anything, but it's just like, between me, you, and the walls, ain't nobody here. And you I, don't, I get you, don't even, you don't have to be between me, you, and the walls. In this building, there is no yeah. one to hear me talking to you other than yourself. But, like, in their yeah. defense, it being a Tuesday and still January. Uh, yeah, January. Yeah, that's yeah, why like, the but that's yeah. why the rest has always been pretty dead. Like, yeah, unless yeah. it's the weekend. Like, I grew up in La Salle, and that Toys R Us has always been pretty dead during the yeah. week. Like, it's mm. I'm not surprised. I was, and that's one of the things I would say if you Toys R Us, I feel like Toys R Us should take the IKEA model. You put, especially if you're gonna do experience, yeah, especially if you're gonna do these big stores where you're gonna try and cross over, as Dave was saying, the full scale of life. Like the what? What's the Sphinx's uh little uh uh tricks? Uh, um, oh man, why am I forgetting the term? Whenever you have to ask the Sphinx, you have to answer one of her questions to get a, a prize. Ah, uh, like trivia, not the right word, but she asks you like, what has uh four legs in the morning, two legs oh, in riddle? the yeah riddle. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot the word riddle, but here <laughs> I am today. To, as many years old as I am, I can forget words like riddle. Uh, but the the Sphinx says, I know, I know. The Sphinx says, what has four legs in the morning, uh, two legs in the day, and three legs uh, at sunset? And it's like, man is the answer. So if you have Toys R Us, yeah, because you're you know you're walking with that walker, got that cane, baby. Uh, but if you're going to Toys R Us and you're essentially the three stages of the of the Sphinx's riddle, do it as, as a vibe shut down the stores you have in like five different boroughs and make two stores in the city that people have to come to those stores are an experience you have a you have and you can do a different music in different sections because you can do the music for like the record and cool t-shirt and sunrise yeah. section you can do put the a, music put a playground at a restaurant yes 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 yeah Sell those yeah. swedish like, meatballs Come on, <laughs> yeah, or, or, or or good Canadian meatballs, huh? Maybe these sweets yeah. here, exactly. And we get that good Canadian, uh, a grade A Angus beef back in in people's bellies. I don't know. Or even even if they wanted to, like, instead of you know making it a a record and movie section, why don't they yeah. make it like an adult toys section? Yeah. Obviously, I don't mean yeah, adult toys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. like I, I didn't want to do that to you. But like how you no, said no. that was like, I knew what you were saying. But in that moment, that was not, what I that meant, was not the communication. I'm what sorry. I meant to say is like, you know, action figures. Like just <laughs> the things that like older people, the toys that they will like. Um, you can make like, a section like, of that. Yeah. And uh, By the way, the name of this episode is going to be adult toy section. Um <laughs> 100 percent. that is the title you're welcome yeah there we go in, in regards to food bring back the mcdonald's uh pizza steal that shit um <laughs> yeah. you know what like again this is what we're talking about if you're gonna do a full marketing run and i'm i'm talking to myself 
Oh. We hear you, but you're freezing. Are, oh, he just lost it. Again. Oh, now you're gone. But I'm yeah. telling, but I think he's going to agree with me. It's like, you know, just if you make it a vibe, let's just be honest here. If you make it a vibe and you make it something because, you know, because you guys are saying it's empty. But if you make it a generational store, hypothetically speaking, you will have people from every generation, hypothetically speaking, hopefully there'll be a lot of people coming throughout the day. Because for sure, they have to be like, there has to be a certain yeah. degree of suffering of the concept of like these major gaps of no one in the store. Because yeah. let's be honest, like with the exception of some crazy nerds who go out to get something when something <laughs> comes out, which they got rid of the video game section. So I don't even know what you would even target it's already gone? for that. Oh yeah. I, I went, so I was in the one in the, beside Fairview this past weekend. Mm -hmm. And literally, uh, me and my wife, we were walking in because we went to Babies R Us because, you know, one of her friends, you know, just had a baby. And I was like, oh, like, I want to get um, Mar because we just got it. We got a switch not too long ago. And I was like, oh, I want to get Mario Kart for us because my wife likes the game. And I'm like, oh, it's a perfect excuse to have a, a date day to just play video games. I'm down. And as I was walking through, because I was like, oh, I heard of this. So maybe I could get the game at a discount. And then I walked by. I'm like, I just went up to the, a person. I'm like, is it already gone? And he's like, it's all gone. It's all gone. Yeah, it's wild. What? It's very wild. It's very wild. Like how quick. I mean, again, maybe they've been doing it for a while. And I only noticed it now, but it was it was a wild experience to be. Oh, what's that gone? sucks. What did I miss? God damn it! The internet sucks here today. I don't know what's going on. We 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 we, we just, we're just wrapping up. Basically, just saying we agree that it should be a vibe. And the only yes. thing I was saying is that if it's multi generational, hopefully yes. that also result fixing the problem that you were describing that. Like if an older person who doesn't work anymore can then now go to Toys R Us for a good reason because they want to go to Sun. Like hopefully yeah. by making it more generational, you'll have just more vol um, traffic of people. Yeah, not not that other traffic we were talking about earlier, the, the normal traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and just so you know, Brian, we were saying he was talking about how video games are gone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, uh, physical media. And what is, I think we, we even said it on this show and people have been saying it for a while. If buying did, if buying media or buying content isn't ownership, then piracy isn't illegal. Yeah. Because we were talking about that the other day, because apparently if you buy something digital, if they don't support that digital thing for X, Y, Z reason, you could lose it out of your library. Now yeah. I would hope that's not a thing because in my mind, I'm like, I would be pretty annoyed. Like, let's say, like, example, let's say I bought, I have all the Batman Arkham games on, right. on physical, right? Yeah. If on the fourth one, if, had I chosen to buy the digital, if after like 10 years from now, I can't play the digital anymore because you don't support it. Yeah. That's, that's bull crap because I bought it. Yeah. Now again, the argument yeah. is like, you know, well, if you bought the CD version you know, CD erosion or whatever the, the fancy term is. Everyone keeps talking about the CD erosion. I have not just seen it. I, I, I know it, it doesn't exist, but you, exactly. you, have, to, you, you exactly. have to treat your, like, if you're leaving your CD out on the table for 10 years, sure. sure. But it's just because you're being an idiot. But like, dude, I, I still have the most death black on both sides that I got in high school and nothing wrong with the CD. And it's been in a case in my house all the moves I've done since I was in high school, it survived. So I have my original Green Day and Green Day Dookie and RLAP's Clumsy albums. I, right. I dare say I could try and find them right here. Right. They still work. And exactly. that that is like 12 years old. That's like Bob's really Dude. like, if not Black, earlier. 
most deaf black on both sides is way older than that. I was in high school. That's like 20 years old. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, but when are... I was 12, when I was oh, 12, oh, when you were 12, okay, that's even I was 12. So like, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm just saying it's like, you know, needless to say, I think there's also a certain degree of keeping your stuff proper. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's just like a car, right? If you leave your car out in the winter all the time and never get it washed, it's going to rust. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, it's like how people always say, if you want to buy a, a nice car from like the fifties or sixties or something like that, you're going to go somewhere in the Southern States or even to like, like Cuba a, a Cuba or something like yeah, that, because yeah, yeah. The, the quality of the air and et cetera, et cetera. And the quality of the, uh, the natural elements that's hitting the vehicle is yeah. keeping it top notch. Second, yeah. bring it to Montreal. You got to keep it in your garage covered or else it's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. All that to say, uh, Toys R Us, we wish you well. Sunrise, we wish you well. And Vince McMahon, we wish you hell. There we go. Oh, uh, yeah. Double time. <laughs> Fuck your ass. I hope oh, someone Jesus. fucks your ass. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I almost want to make that the title, but the F-bomb would definitely get our <laughs> Make it a clip. I hope someone, I hope someone ducks your butt. <laughs> uh, 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 kind of like I'm, adult toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting over that one. We'll stick with the adult toy section. Uh, Janessa, I wanted to ask you because I know you are a movie buff, and I, I we talked about it a little bit in the news sec. Sure, I, I love that you say that. You're you literally added letterboxed slash. <laughs> Hold on, I just want for the people listening to this once again. This is one of those moments where you can go on the Spotify and open, but Janessa has added her headline underneath her name. And in her headline, put the link to her letterbox where she reviews movies. But when I say you're a movie, but she's going to be all piff pop. No, obviously you like movies. <laughs> I enjoy them. It's a pastime. Yeah, there you go. That's fair. But I wanted to ask, I wanted to mention that we didn't get to talk about it too much. I did want to ask you uh, two questions. First question, how do you feel about the nominations? Like some of the stuff, like, were there any that stuck out to you? Was there anything that you were just like, very, oh, yes, you have a full, sh oh my God. Okay. So, because I don't think you're, I don't think, my, I know, <laughs> you're gonna like my second question. Because my second question was, are the Oscars still important? And then I guess based on the fact that you have prepped to be on prepped. No, I actually, I like that question. Um, okay. So, sorry, the first question was what? Off of nominations, was there anything that you saw that you were shocked with? Anything you were disappointed with? You as a movie fan who's seen, I think, most of the movies that are on all these lists that are getting the accolades, you would know, you know, like, poor things and all that stuff. Like, I don't know any of these movies. Yeah. Believe it or not, though, there there's quite a few I haven't seen. So I am going to be okay. binge-watching them until right. the Oscars comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, I mean... I'm a little surprised with some of the best picture nominations. Okay. Okay. For um, example, I, guess, I mean, I guess Barbie makes sense. Sure. Um, poor things. You haven't seen poor things. No, I haven't. Right? I've heard. I've heard one of our colleagues, Mish, and the, and them talking about it and stuff. So I, I know people love it. I loved it. It's a controversial okay. movie, though. I've um, heard. But yeah. 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 Very. It, it's. It's. You either hate it or you love it. It's like mm. one or the other. Um, I am surprised though, because as a best for a best picture, it's I don't know. I feel like best picture is supposed to be more accessible, like oh, interesting for okay. everyone, right? Well, right. in a way, it, it it should check off the boxes, you know. But poor things is very uh, it's I a don't niche. Know what the word is it's like a very niche type of 
story, right? Like it's very like you have to have a very special type it's, of sensibility, in my opinion. Yeah, too. it's a very like it, it's a little too artsy to be a best picture, like in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't really see artsy films like that in best picture right. <laughs> nominations usually. Right. Right. But we'll see. There's other movies like Barbie makes sense. Killers of the Flower Moon also makes sense. Well, like, one of my when I saw the list, I and I, I'm very bad at watching movies. I I as okay. as as many people know, Brian watches Brian Holiday watches stuff at 1.5. He watches multiple like movies in a day. I don't necessarily always absorb everything. Speaks in the third person. Uh, talks in the third person. <laughs> Brian Holiday is an odd character, and uh, we believe in him for for his love for a film. But no, joking aside, <laughs> Dave, you get points. You, you're right. I'm a little weird sometimes, but you know, I, I see. I saw these movies and I saw these nominations, and I've heard what a lot of these films are about. And and Dave, you'll love this. I did my entire rant on Iron Claw that time, expecting Iron Claw. To get some nominations because it's a very Oscar Beatty type movie where it's like a lot of like drama and depressing and and I have to Based say off a true story and right yeah. I was actually happy to see it didn't get nominated because I've been saying for the longest time and this is what led to my next question are the Oscars still important I was saying at the time when we did the segment where we talked about Iron Claw coming out I don't like the fact that this is the story they chose to tell based on wrestling because wrestling has so many different stories you could tell the fact that this family got the spotlight when their story is so depressing and so depressing i would point out that one of the brothers stories was cut from the film if i'm not mistaken because they thought it would be too unrealistic for people if they saw how much loss there was in this family because the family is so much lost, people would think this is unrealistic. Like you can't expect me to think these people actually went through this. But I, I, I think that they did Iron Claw as like it's kind of like I'll compare it to Blade. What? Blade. <laughs> Here, hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, hear yeah, yeah. Out, I'm out, very excited to hear how Iron Claw and Blade are. But yes, walk me what, through. What, what was what was Blade? If we think about it, the original Blade, Wesley Snipes. Other Event. than obviously. Niche yeah, comic yeah. book lovers know yes. who Blade is. But what did Blade do? Blade was a test subject to say, hey, what if we put effort into a comic book movie? Will it sell? I'm getting annoyed because he's making sense, and I don't like that he's making sense. I'm already annoyed that you're making <laughs> I thought this was gonna be a really hard thing for you, and immediately no. you started making sense, and it's annoying. Yeah. Go ahead. So <laughs> if Blade, who no one knows, could right. make profit on a ridiculous scale right what happened afterwards yeah x-men yeah yeah the whole spider-man right and then yeah. when they really doubled down on that mcu yeah fantastic four two yeah well yeah we don't mm -hmm. we don't talk about that <laughs> no, 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 no. i'm sorry you do a good movie of, when when the best fantastic four movies the straight to dvd no it's not movie, no like, it's we'll, not i'm not giving we'll you agree that to disagree that's Jessica, what i'm gonna say for this moment did a decent job how dare you anyways continue but all i'm saying is it's the blade effect if this works then what's going to happen you're going to get all those other things and one other thing just like blade yeah they have the move the, the people who want to make movies need to get the rights to those people right so 
example, maybe the Ric Flair being alive is like, I don't want you to tell my story because, you know, it's not done. Rick, not he's finished. got, he's, yeah. first of all, he's, he's just as bad as McMahon to a certain degree and you know, things that he's done. Allegedly. But, we got to allegedly. 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 Oh, no, 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 no. He has official stories of messed up stuff that he's done. I, he's not denied. Oh, God. Like, people have told him. Yeah. yeah he's okay. like, he's proud that he apparently is. Yeah. Anyways, fit. we'll move on. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, yeah. But with this being said, they're using Iron Claw as a testing ground. If that works, which it's seemingly to work, because but, example, example, I'll the wrestler example, was the you. failed 1994 Fantastic Four. Iron Claw is Blade. And now you're going to get like the hearts or the this or that later on to make great money. Ah, it's the it. new Western. I, Set I, it first here. Oh the my God, West. that's a that's a bold statement. <laughs> but okay, so my my thing with it though, and I, I and I get I honestly I can't even falter most of what you said. I get a lot of what you said. I can agree with the analogy you made. It's actually a very good point, which is annoying. Like I said, I hate it, but <laughs> it is what it is. But I will say, I don't think we have to start with the saddest, darkest story because, for example, Blade is a pretty standard Marvel story. They started with Blade. It's cool. It's kind of random, but it worked. In wrestling, The if you're saying that that's the equivalent, yeah, but it's the equivalent as if you took the story of Blade and showed, like, and told mostly the story of his mother getting bitten and him. Yeah. Driving. Like, it would be if you told this really weird dark version of it and then hoped for everything to, to, to jump off of that. And Janessa, I'll let you go next. I'm oh, sorry, go on. Well, I was just going to say, people, as messed up as it sounds, people like the dark version. And, they, and I, I'm tired <laughs> of that, though. Hold on. I, I know, know I get, I understand, but it, but it's it, it's no, the no. reality <laughs> of it. People like, people like seeing some fucked up shit. Hold on, that, hold on. Are we, are we sure it's people or is it the Academy? Because I would say, Both. if the Academy gave it a chance, listen, don't, don't you two team up on me. So <laughs> Give me two seconds, you bastards. If the Academy gave us gave us a little more than just the darkest, most depressing stories, and like I said last time when I talked about this, constantly rewarding that stuff, maybe the public might be like, oh, because. It carries a lot of weight, which is, again, still my point. Are the Oscars still important? I hate the fact that it carries so much weight when you say Academy Award nominated, Oscar nominated. Like, come on. But There's they're going to enable what makes them money. Yeah. And, right. the thing. And, full, and full transparency, when it does come to wrestlers, yeah, they have a tendency. There's not many wrestlers who come out and say, hey, I had the greatest. There's no Justin oh, Bieber's of wrestlers. I, I know. There's no know. rich kid guy that comes in and says, "Great." A Dave, lot of wrestlers I, have really dark paths to becoming successful. But do you have to tell the story of a family that has multiple suicides again and, and severe loss? And again, oh. my main point: so much loss that when they wrote the film, they said we have to change part of it because people will think it's unrealistic that a family went through this much loss. Isn't that a red flag? Like, well, like guys, look, like that's, that's a Larry flag. David effect. Okay, like I can't argue that. All right. So, but all I'm saying is, that I agree. Maybe there's need to be balance. And unfortunately, when it comes to the Von Erichs, if I'm not mistaken, although yes, one of them eventually did get to like you know a, a certain precipice that won, you know appropriate titles and whatnot right um 
because because truth be told, I mean, I, you're you are talking to someone who's watched a lot of documentaries right about yes. wrestlers and right. like some of them i won't even lie like if you want like some really heartbreaking stories razor ramon uh jake the snake roberts i'm talking about like when i I'm watched sure the jake the so... snake roberts documentary i cried and, and i, I and, cried. and janessa i i think you were saying it too but one of the points i th- want to make is why can't you tell me a razor ramon story razor ramon had a sad story but grows and ends up passing away unfortunately but not a suicide, not some insane, you know, uh, motorcycle accident, uh, you know, jumping out of a plane or something wild. Uh, like, you know, he 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 passed. He he passed away after living a life that was painful, and and you know, he went through a lot of stuff. But he's he still lived a life, and and if it's sad, it's sad. But it doesn't end with him losing all his brothers. No, but it, it is kicks off with him committing. In, mind you, in self-defense, he mm. does commit murder. That is the reason why his life was kind of like so long story yeah. short, he was a bodyguard, and in self-defensing of what he did, he unfortunately took a life. So I just want to clear that up for anyone who's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're beast merchant. I'm not beast merchant right. anyone. Like he's he he self-defensed and in a very appropriate way, and but he had to live with a guilt, right? And that guilt right. very clearly hurt his his whole life. And, and that's and, what, as would anybody, but but that's what I'm saying. If you're gonna tell me Taking off of what you just said, you give me the chance to tell me the story of Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon is a bodyguard. He's in training. He's living his life. He has to take a life. It affects him emotionally. He goes through a lot and and deals with it. It's hard for him. It's it's painful for him. He gets a second chance being a, a wrestler because that's where he feels like, you know, and maybe but the persona is where he gets to escape where he doesn't have to be himself because he's so sad about the things that he's done. Uh, uh, that to me is also Oscar bait. It's sad someone has to die. And I, again, I'm not necessarily loving the death stuff, but you still get a story that's Oscar bait. Uh, uh, the the coming of age of a person who who figures out how to be better, um, dealing with the wrestling world, dealing with the trauma of the wrestling world, surviving the wrestling game, and coming out the other end, and it's just like, okay, good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but to go back to your original question though, which is, yes. you know, are the Oscars still important? And I'll let I bet Janessa has all sorts of things she wants to, to to let loose on that. So I'll just say my quick two cents before mm-hmm. before that happens. Um, I think it's not that they're not important. I feel like they're not properly adapting. You have to start Ooh. realizing that, like, example, there I is can't... such thing as the best action movie of the year. There is such thing as best horror movie of the year. There is such thing as best comedy of the year. And there are such things as people in those specific movies that did it the best that year. And possibly did it better than the people that they're willing to give awards to because they fit into this box that the Oscar. Exactly. Because like, for example, one trope of the Oscars that I think is dated Mm. and completely false Mm. best movie of the year. Fuck that noise. When you go to the Grammys, when you go to the Grammys, Grammys have every single category of every single type of music. And yeah, then, that's true. And yeah. then they say, well, out of the these, best of all yeah. these guys, yeah, yeah, who's the best of all of them? If you were to put them in the ring. 
so not you're... cool again on the wrestling analogy, but you yeah, know what and, I'm saying. Yeah, and and Janessa, I'll actually Janessa, I'll let you take it because I think that is a valid point. What? Why do you think the Oscars aren't adapting and aren't including things like horror? Aren't including things like action? Com. Well, they have comedy, but they they have comedy mixed with others like comedy musical something something. It's just like like you as a yeah. film up and someone who understands film a little better than I would say the average bear. What what's one of the reasons that they might be doing that? Um, reasons. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> personally think that the Oscars is a hack. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Dave is so excited. <laughs> I I don't I, I like I love watching it and I enjoy watching it because it's fun. Right. But I yeah. don't take it seriously. I don't think it's like I, Yeah. I don't think I don't think the critics' choice is actually the critics' choice. I think it's all bait. It's all it's just a hack. It's not and and we Sorry? know for I was gonna say we know for a fact that sometimes the awards that they're handing out are awards that were due from previous years. Yeah, that that's just, another thing. Yeah, and they yeah. and, and they definitely don't have enough genres. It's it's the whole thing, like how every black music artist goes into this category called urban. Like it's yeah. the same sort of situation where yeah. leave out there's like this gray area of movies that just never get acknowledged because it's not what they're I guess Hollywood standard is. It's as right. fake as wrestling. Sorry? What? It's as fake as wrestling is. <laughs> oh, he said the F word <laughs> with wrestling. But it's yeah. true. It's true, though. I, I do think it's 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 more of a... Is it a little scripted? Well, do you think it's a little... Well, I don't I, 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 I want to oh, think that. Scripted? It's as scripted as For wrestling. sure. Oh, it's wow. A, 100% I think it's scripted, for sure. 100%. Oh, interesting. I, I think was, everything is curated. Everything is it, it, it's it's like a formula, and that's oh, why it's wow. the same every single year. Because what, so, it's like oh, the Junos. You know, only one of the reasons why I like the Junos. Yeah. If there's not the Junos, will tackle every category of music. But if one category of music is low that year, like let's say for example, there's not a lot of rock albums that year. Sure. They just don't put the category out there because. You didn't have. You're not going to glorify a rock band and put them against a bunch of nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because yeah, yeah. you're going to be like Metallica versus like ABC and Funko Company. You're like, <laughs> okay, well, Metallica wins or whatever, you know. And sorry, I'm using that analogy because I'm, I'm more. No, of a no, rock but it, I, I get what you're saying. It's unfortunate to see like those other bands. As much as it would help those other bands to be nominated, you don't want to just use the nomination as a promotion. That's not the point of the mm. nomination. And nomination should be about actual skill and not just like, hey, now you're selling more albums. Yeah, and that answers the question of, or the the statement you said before where you're saying like, well, comedies mixed with musical and this and that. No, yeah. if you don't have enough comedies that year, it's really simple. Unfortunately, that or you could just like, you know, if there's a year where it's only one comedy, give them like, not an Oscar, but be like some type of like, not lack or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Be like yeah you were the best this year but like you all due respect you didn't have any competition yeah like how the 90 is it the 94 expo should go down in history as like they didn't win the world series but they were the best team in the league that year even though there was no world series because of the strike yeah yeah i think yeah i agree it would be nice to honor those who are doing it the best in the years where they're not necessarily enough competition uh okay so i guess we can answer yeah. that question the oscars are the Oscars are important to you as you want them to be, but 
just like wrestling, it's scripted and you can invest as much or as little as you want into who wins and who loses. Is that fair? Because it's also, let's just be honest, like to a certain degree, it's to glorify the 1% and it's to show off, like it's a marketing for rich people, the 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 red carpet. Yeah, literally There's how it been, started. It's, it, it's like you, you, you see these people walking down the red carpet. Every yeah. guy's in the same penguin suit, but every girl is in the most fashionable blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, I just feel like not only like there's that part of it where there's not enough, you know, recognition for other genres and whatever, but yeah. there's also just the even if they did have these categories, it's always the same people winning, the same types of movies winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's no variety. There's no like, how is it that that? Uh, sorry, what's the what's the name? Two years ago, the best picture that won. Leo's movie? No, no, Korean. Oh my god, I no, forget Parasite. the name. Parasite, Parasite. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, how did I forget that? Anyways, how how was that the first time? That, right. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. shouldn't have been yeah. the first time in 2020. What was it? Two? 2022. And, and didn't the director say specifically once the world, once North America can get over the the hurdle of the the few lines at the bottom of the screen, they'll open themselves up to like a bunch of other That's films. That's the thing. Like there's so them. like there's so many international foreign films that are top tier movies that don't mm. get recognized because. It's not Oscar material right, or whatever, right, right. but but I don't know. It's just taking us a long time to get over that hump. It's still very Americanized. It's still yeah. very like it's still always Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep winning and like you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, true, 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 true. like I'm I tired mean, of seeing the same people winning the awards. Like we need more diversity. Yeah. How, how long is how yeah. long is the Oscars? Usually it's like three hours. Yeah. Three hours. So like, oh yeah. So three hours, right? But like, if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot, there's a significant amount of fluff, like between them, right? So it's like, you could (laughs) cut out, you can cut out this like (laughs) dog and pony show and put in these other categories and give these people the time to talk. And if anything, you know, you just respect the concept of like, Hey, you, you have it because like, let's be honest, like, again, it's, it's, it's a glorified event because obviously it's about entertainment but they're all in a yeah. guild yep. so to speak yeah. right so if you're in a guild pay attention to the rule you have a minute or 30 seconds to say thank you yeah. don't be a dick with the exception <laughs> of like you know if you stay at the like the only people who should take extra time if they did the, the thing where you actually do action movies and so on on all those movies tell everyone you have 30 seconds to a minute don't f around about it with the exception of okay, if you're best actor of the year or generation or like those yeah, special yeah, you ones, get, yeah, you, you get, get a little, a, you get a little bit more because if you, example when, which I also found it a big insult that it wasn't televised when mm-hmm. um oh what's his name, Pulp Fiction uh, Samuel Jackson when Samuel Jackson won I think it was the Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever yeah. that was mm-hmm. essentially behind closed doors and you're like yo out of everybody. Out yeah, of all yeah. the most charismatic charismatic people you could put up, like yeah. example, if if Spike Lee was gonna get the best or lifetime achievement award for director, if yeah. you told me you're gonna do that behind closed doors, I'd be like, no offense, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna do it this time. Fuck you, like you're a jerk. But I wonder if it was Tom Hanks if he would have had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's well, the Tom point. Tom Hanks has been up there enough times. He doesn't need to say it again. 
Yeah, but they love him. Yeah. He's 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 the face. He's uh, yeah. he's, he's adorable and stuff as because he's just innocent. But like you know, he's America's dad. Right? Yeah, That's exactly. Right, but like at the That's same time, love him. But to, to can we point out though, as America's dad, his product was Chet Hanks, and if Chet Hanks is not the perfect example <laughs> of America, I don't know what is. Like that is when you say Tom Hanks is America's dad, and then Chet Hanks is his son, and you're like, oh yeah, Chet, America is Chet Hanks. A lot of weird accents makes really bad jokes terrorizes people for no reason appropriate but that really makes me question his parenting skills because yeah. i i don't even understand how that's his son like yeah. it confuses me I'm every so time curious. i see him oh I thought, okay. isn't he colin oh. hanks is this, colin hanks is his other son but he has chet oh. hanks yes, who is the, chet hanks too. the younger chet hanks is a yeah a buffoon <laughs> let's be honest yeah. uh, he's, he's an internet uh comedian He's I'm, I'm checking it out right now because I don't I don't know if I recognize him. We're gonna go into our next segment. We're gonna play the theme that we played last week that threw everyone off. <laughs> View the right thing. This is our lo-fi streamyard theme. For those of you who watched last week's episode, you will remember that Jaws D started to swim out of the frame <laughs> and then swim back in. It was hilarious. Once again, if you're listening to this, you can always, you know. Just click on Spotify to watch this and rewind a little bit, watch a clip, and go back to last week's and watch it. Or watch us on YouTube or watch us on Twitch. Or make sure to follow us at Geek Cypher because that's a new name. G-W-E-K-C-Y-P-H-A. Uh, so view the right thing. We're going to make it really tight because we only have 10 minutes before we want to get to our news. And we have a lot of news this week. So, uh, Dave, do you want to go Masters first? I'll, I'll hit right. it up. So Masters yeah. of the Universe is exactly that. They finally mastered the storytelling of oh, a He-Man story. You were so um, excited for that. Oh, I really was planning <laughs> yeah. it all week. <laughs> no, um, but like the thing I really liked about it, um, it made sense why Revelation happened. Yes, it yeah. It made yeah. sense to, it made Revelation be like, this is really important because in reality, it wasn't that Revelation was, oh, this is the new He-Man thing. It was actually a prequel to this very important yeah. storytelling that I found. Yeah. Um, needless to say, so spoiler alert, just for anyone who's who's hearing, um, uh, uh, Tella is basically working on trying to fix Paternia, which is like the heaven of their realm, uh, the or the Valhalla of their realm. And at the beginning of the movie, it's shown why it's important because He-Man's father, the king, uh, it basically passes away early on in in, in the first episode, yeah. and then you're you go on this path of. Uh, uh, Tella is trying to recreate basically heaven while He-Man slash Adam is trying to figure out how do I rule a kingdom while also somehow being He-Man and faulting her along the way. Um, but at the end of the day, great action. Mm -hmm. A lot of good plot twists and turns. Um, the only things I was like, was I want to say critical about, but like there was a very, there was at one point in time, there's someone who's looking to be a good guy you'd i the second you see him like you know this guy's a bad guy the only thing is, i know but the twist of finding out and this is where i'm going to try and not spoil it too much for our viewers right but the twist of not only who that one person is but then the further twist of who that person really was but question <laughs> is that part of the original lore i don't know but if it okay. is or isn't perfect yeah, i thought that was, was well it, it made it was well so much sense and i again I'm not trying to talk in riddles and stuff. I just don't want to overspoil. 
Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah that's fair. the only other thing I didn't like is the first three episodes was at yeah. a very good pace. But yeah. by the end of the third episode, quasi into the fourth episode, I'm like, I'm aware that there's only five episodes to this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How on earth are you going to wrap this up? And they yeah. did. But I was there, I'm like, it's the only time in a long time that I was like, I wish you guys would have given this show six, six, maybe even seven, even okay. if you even if because there were some character story arcs, like, for example, there's a there's Orko story arc with uh, uh, a blacksmith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Looked so promising because they were clearly yes. the biggest odd couple. Yeah. And I was curious, how are you guys like they were tasked with a mission to fix a weapon? You get it, and like it's like the next time you see it, it's, oh, it's perfect, and everything's yeah, the fine. Weapons, yeah, and there's yeah. no, there's no, and you. And the last time you saw them, you saw them in a very dire straight. Like, yeah, they're being attacked. Yeah, like we're gonna yeah, die, yeah. and then all of a sudden we're fine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. That is so, fine. That is such <laughs> an like, accurate part. Yeah, I, I was like, I could have had not an episode, but an episode sprinkled along the whole season. Yeah, length. That's what I'm saying. Like. Seven, six or seven would have been to just make the current story and the and the and the and the blatant stories where you wanted a little bit more there. Yeah. But you you could have given me a one-shot episode of their ride, and I would have been fine with that. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I agree with you. Everything you said on point. Uh, I mean, I think people should really check it out. Masters of the Universe Revolution is out on Netflix right now. You can check it out. Uh, Revelation was last season. I have a bunch of the figures from Revelation. I have uh, uh, the Captain uh, King Grayskull. I have uh, Roboto. I have like all these these uh, figures from that series. They're really nice. That's one thing that I like about when we get shows like that you know something that i grew up with that they re-release kevin smith comes along and it's just like i grew up with this too and then netflix is just like yeah we're gonna make toys because that's the whole business plan of he-man and then i end up being able to buy all the black action figures i even have uh what's her name a andra the girl that's yeah. uh the engineer i have her in my set which she's, i love she's the uh man of it's uh, man rude of war. to say but person of arms. i'm gonna say person of arms i found it really weird that they didn't call her woman of arms or whatever i understand why yeah, it's just like a, 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 you know, I would whatever. say call her soldier of arms, but yeah, either way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that she's essentially just the lead of the military and the king's right hand weapon, she does a great job, you know. And I liked how her, I liked her story a lot uh, in the last season with Tila, and you know, the, the fact that I liked that Tila got a lot of the focus in the first one and then less focus in this one, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna give myself sixty seconds to tell you guys a rundown of Percy Jackson and the uh and the olympians i'm gonna start it now uh i think it's really cool if you guys haven't had a chance to check it out percy jackson is the story of the son of poseidon it is set in a world in our world in which the greek gods do exist and they have continued to exist they move their uh base to the center of power which of course is america uh you can get to them at the top of the empire state building real cheese uh but you know ultimately that is in the book and it's true to the book so i won't take that away from them uh you know i think all the actors in the series were really good and if you guys are looking for something interesting greek mythology fun action not too serious a lot of fun and uh you know some good great casting like a wrestler uh actually is cast as Aries, and i'm sorry that i don't know who he is but i'll let you look that up dave is uh, it, so, isn't it adam copeland 
No clue. Uh, you're, I, you, you say names as if I know these wrestlers. I, said, I was going to say Edge, but I'll, I'll just look it up. <laughs> sure. That, that sounds right. He does look like the guy I remember as Edge, so that would be accurate. Um, and it, for those of you who felt that there's... Oh, I only have five seconds. For those of you who felt that they made a big change with regards to when the timeline and the deadlines were, yes, they did. Uh, I still think it works. So if you're a fan, go check it out. Uh, if if you're a fan of the book series, I think it's it's a truthful. And if you're a fan of like action and like coming of age kid adventures, go check it out. And if I'm not mistaken, Edge was Aries and he did a really good job. So yeah, I would say uh, yeah, it was you, oh, yeah, yeah, Edge. Edge does a great job as as Aries. It's really really good. It was fun. Uh, oh, and uh, I will add this, and this is important. R.I.P. to Lance Reddick. This was one of his last performances, and he does play Zeus in the series so it was really yeah it was really nice to see him in the series have that kind of because lance reddick has played powerful characters before but to play the god of gods zeus in mythology and to see him like have that gravitas on the screen was really fucking fun i have a random geek mythology question for you brian that i was talking to someone earlier today and i just realized now this is a good segue what's the name of the person who in greek mythology i believe it's greek mythology who has to push the rock up the hill but always falls down and he always has to go back up Hmm? Prometheus. Prome oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, nerd out on another group chat. At least. Oh wait, Thank no. Uh, Promethean. Yeah, it is. Prom no, Prometheus is the one that that is eat. Uh, his his liver is eaten by an eagle every day for giving fire to man. Um, uh, pushing rock, Greek myth, and the person is Sisyphus. Thank Sisyphus. you. Sisyphus. Yeah. Sorry. Prometheus is the one that is it gave fire to humanity and is being punished uh, and is chained to a rock. And every day a vulture comes and eats his liver and then it regrows because he's immortal. So it just grows back. Sisyphus, a Sisyphean uh, task is a task that causes you to just have to do it over and over again, mm -hmm. which was his his punishment. Um, punished in the underworld by God Zeus, who forced him to roll a boulder up a hill for eternity. Every time he nears the top of the hill, the boulder rolls back down. Uh, and then Atlas, if we're going to go, oh God, you guys, you know, I love Greek mythology. Atlas uh, is his punishment was to hold the world on his shoulders. Anyways, yeah. let's continue. So as you guys know, this is our next segment. And uh, we got a tune, uh, a little intro for that one, too. Geek news and rumors. We're gonna have wow. To make... Yeah, 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 yeah. She's <laughs> like, it's powerful. Uh, first one, uh, for those of you who don't know, Millie Alcock, who plays the uh, young queen on House of the Dragons, uh, has been tapped as a new Supergirl. Um, I'm really sad for Sasha, who played Supergirl in the Ezra Miller film, because Sasha was fantastic, and I think she would have done a really good job in the universe had she gotten the chance to do it more. Uh, and because the DCEU was dying, she unfortunately got one shot to play a very weakened version of the character in a very unfortunate story. Um, and, you know, obviously the other thing is Millie Alcock looks exactly like how Kara has always been depicted. The blonde, blue eyed kind of American dream girl next door. And Sasha was like Latina, black hair, like great features. The short bob like looked super great in my opinion in the film uh and so i was a little sad that she was not going to get to continue but we knew that they were going to be moving away from anyone that was cast in the original so you know it is what it is screw you ezra <laughs> uh Ger geraldine viz not Vi viz what nothing uh it's a sri lankan name 
that I don't know how to pronounce them well. Apologies. I think it's a strong name. I could also be wrong about that. But uh, um, she was in the show with uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, what was the show called? I totally just forgot. But she's awesome. She's also in the movie Cockblockers. She's the lead in Cockblockers. She is going to be replacing Ayo Ediberi, who departs Marvel's Thunderbolts due to scheduling. Uh, I posted about this on my... Yeah, you see, Janessa is... Really page. sad. Yeah. So... I love her. She's fantastic. And I think she would have been great in a Marvel movie. Uh, Steven Yeun was For also sure. supposed to be in a Marvel movie. who's going to be playing Sentry. And he also had to step away from the Thunderbolts project because the writer's strike and uh, actor strike did cause a lot of stuff to get pushed and delayed. And unfortunately it led them to not be able to be a part of these projects because of other things that they were signed on for. Now I get that. That's the, the thing that happened. I support the union union strong. I a hundred percent believe that the writers and the actors had the rights to, to the right to demand, uh, make demands and go on strike for their needs. It's just very unfortunate that in the end, a lot of the things that would have been really cool to see are unfortunately not going to happen this is kind of like a michael j fox uh eric stoltz moment for back to the future you know like michael j fox got the role because eric stoltz was doing such a bad job and in an alternate timeline of our earth there's a version where eric did a good job and he's marty mcfly well if the strike hadn't happened we would have a version with steven young and ao playing characters in this Thunderbolts movie. And I'll be honest with you. I love both those actors and I think it would elevate them. And uh, Geraldine, I think you're a great actress, but you're not AO and no offense to you. And you're going to do great, but I'm, a, I was slightly more excited with AO. Yeah. I still look forward to the film, but you know, there's that edge. Uh, Star Trek section 31 movie starring Michelle Yeoh has added seven cast members, which is crazy. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I know me too. Uh, you know, this is a spinoff of discovery and you know it's going to be kind of crazy omari hardwick from power uh casey roll from hannibal sam richardson from ted lasso sven rugrock from one piece robert kaczynski from pacific rim humberly gonzalez from Jin jenny and georgia and james hiroyuki liao from barry have all joined the cast so that's going to be really interesting and really cool <laughs> Section 31 of Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Section 31, for those of you who don't know, is Star Trek's Secret Service. It's like their, uh, not Secret Service, it's like their uh, CIA, it's a spy agency. Uh, they uh, do not exist. Yeah, uh, not FBI. Higher FBI. higher than FBI. Yeah. MI6? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so that's one of the things. The CIA is not supposed to operate on on like American soil. They're the spies that go out, and the FBI is kind of the spies that stay in. Is kind of the mm -hmm. the, uh, the way you split. Uh, it's in and in for you for you Canadians who don't know, in Canada, our FBI is the Mounties, and our CIA is CSIS. There you go. So next time someone uh, asks you, yes, the Mounties are a thing. They it don't wear those uniforms. Doesn't, doesn't have a good ring to it, honestly. It's kind of embarrassing. One, the, the second one sounds like a disease that you don't want out having sex. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it says, it says it's a little embarrassing, but anyway. Section thirty-one with Michelle Yeoh. We all know Yeoh has been killing it, killing it out there. Well, so uh, her playing Georgia uh, or George Yu, I think is the name of the character. It, if you've watched the show, you've seen her. She's done fantastic, and she can only uh, add more amazing to the to the screen. And then, uh, uh, guys, I'm a big SNL fan, so this one's pretty big for me. 
Um, but SNL finds it's Gareth Morris in Lamorne from New Girl. What this movie is supposed to be like a mockumentary type thing? It's not a mockumentary. So Garrett Morris is gonna be played by Lamorne Morris, which is already crazy. I almost I, I almost wish they were related, but as far as I understand, they are not. Mm-hmm. Um but Lamorne Morris, who played Winston on New Girl, is going to be playing Gareth Morris, the first original black cast member of SNL from 1975. And SNL 75 is going to be about the original cast, uh, which is pretty cool. And it's going to be, and weirdly, Peacock and Universal aren't a part of it. From what I understand, it's a Sony project, I think. That is kind of odd. You, I, you dude, think that What's-His-Name wouldn't allow that to... the right. When what's I saw what's the, what's the guy who's a, who, who's the the the, the guy the the Lauren Michaels Lauren Michaels I'm surprised that Lauren Michaels would allow it not to be underneath his wing because yeah. he's, he's 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 protected that he's protected SNL for a really like of course lo- love him or like him as an individual whatever but like he's made that show last and right F- right F- on dude, they're gonna be celebrating 50 years next yeah. year like it's, uh, is there anything that any show that has done no th- th- i'm thinking like any show like on any like that beats simpsons not, that beats yeah th- i don't think there's anything that's like oh soap operas days of our oh. lives yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're right because i think the only i i think maybe coronation street oh that's a good that's probably the only competition that's probably the only one i could think of doctor who technically but doctor who has a huge gap yeah, so you have breaks. Have, yeah, this is a this is a consistent. It's it's yeah. kind of like when we were surprised when and not trying to bring it back to, to wrestling, but it's kind of when we were surprised that Raw was moving to streaming because that had been on TV for thirty one years. You're just like, yeah. wow, this is good. so. Him after because I has Lauren Michaels been there since the beginning. As There's well. a gap from eighty to eighty five where he left. He did five years left for That's five years. That's a cup years. of tea for them, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if you think about fifty years, the fact that he's only gone for one tenth of that is kind of crazy. But yeah, it's like he, he wanted gone. a vacation. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? In the time that he was gone, if I'm not mistaken, right after he came back to SNL, he also started uh, Kids in the Hall because that was his. He produced Kids oh. in the Hall. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, I think it's kind of crazy. Dylan O'Brien from the uh, Maze Runner series is going to be playing Dan Aykroyd. Uh, and then Corey Michael Smith from who played uh, uh, Riddler in Gotham is going to be playing That's Chevy Chase. Cool. That's a good casting. Yeah, and then yeah, Matt Wood. Say. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good for for Chevy Chase. He, he like I, when you see the posters, when you see the picture of them side by side, it's kind of like, oh, this is pretty good. And then uh, Matt Wood. I, who I've never heard of, but he looks very much like. Actually, I'm going to try and put the post the image he, on. He looks the, borderline like he could be uh, Jim John Belushi's Matt. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tr- don't try and look him up, by the way, Janessa, because I tried looking him up, and you get a hockey player, and then you get something else, and something else. Well, I searched actor. Is it I Matthew know, Wood? It, no, exactly. It's Matt Wood. There's another actor named Matthew Wood. You really what? have to look up. You have to look up Matt Wood uh, Broadway because, from what I understand, he's a uh, Broadway. That's yeah, I weird. Know. Okay. Yeah, but that was the only way. So these, this is them. This is the cast. Once again, if you guys are listening on Spotify, hmm. you can open up to view this right now. If you're listening to this uh, uh, right now uh, hmm. on another app, go over to YouTube, go over to Twitch, and watch the episode. This is at the one hour and twenty seven minute mark. Uh, but yeah, you can check out all these actors have been cast. It's pretty cool and. Uh, you know, SNL, like I said, I love SNL. I've been watching SNL since I was 
pretty young. Uh, the heyday of SNL was definitely the 90s, in my opinion. But I feel like a lot of people feel like their era was the best. So there's a bunch of people in the 80s who probably swear by the fact that they have the best SNL and so on and so forth. So I've, I've always said that the original casting plus, and obviously I'm biased because it was mine, but like the the 90s casting where you had like Norm MacDonald, Adam yep. Sandler, David Spade, Chris yeah. Farley, and you were just getting Tim meadows will farrell and tim meadows like that yeah. little beautiful like they're on the out but they're still in and the yeah. new generation is just coming in because usually Dana they Carvey. do a big cut right like they usually yeah. like this is really we're redoing the cast and whatever like that is one of those th that era yeah was i thought it was perfect but i also thought it I was a perfect it. era because they probably didn't have certain types of restrictions like that they have to deal oh. with like today and they were on coke <laughs> oh yeah but let's be honest each each I'm of sure the generations i'm talking coke. about were both on coke yeah <laughs> guys i'm sure he's still on coke yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> is this residual it doesn't leave his body <laughs> uh and then uh our last bit of news is kind of not as much news as much as it's uh Hope. you know just really geeky fun for us for us Legos and Lego fans. And we were, we were talking about this earlier. So uh, we're going to, you know, is it what I think it is? Well, it's a, I'm trying to share the image, but I can't open the image now. Or is it is not weird. what I think it is? Well, it's a Lego set. It's an X-Men mansion. Oh, it's Lego a set. set. Never yeah. mind. I was going to bring up the Pharrell movie. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? That is news. Uh, Pharrell is going to be telling you, Janessa, I'll give you the honors. Go ahead. Cause you, you were the one that put me yeah. onto it. I'm not trying to be an advocate. I'm, uh, no, I mean, in, in the news, I I'm just, this message. I just, I'm, it. <laughs> I'm just excited because I love Pharrell as an artist. So it's yeah. really exciting to see that he's coming out with a Lego movie yeah. to tell his, his, his life story. So yeah. random, but, but really cool. And I think it makes sense for Pharrell because he's always out of the box. So he's I'm excited. Like, he's like, the, I, I, I don't want to be like this, but I'm going to say it. he's like the new Tom Hanks of America. He's an amazing person. Okay. I like, and that, oh, that's a compliment. That way. Okay, I like, compliment <laughs> people. Yeah, I thought Not we were making insult, fun. a compliment. It's just because we were making fun. I was like, no, are of... you saying he's a sellout? Yeah, we, no. were make, we were making fun of him literally two seconds ago. So for us to turn around and be no. like, Pharrell is, no, but okay. Yeah, I get no, it. I'm just saying, like, he's, like, example, and this is going to be, this is going to be sad, but yeah. he's the reason why Grinch 3D is hype. I don't know if you got like the green. The so I, I don't want to drag what? us back to like Christmas. Yeah, make, but, like, make it quick because we only got. I one make it quick. We have to sign off. You never thought the drink Grinch would be better. Grinch Lady is better. One of the reasons Pharrell's narration in the entire film. He kills. It. Oh, interesting. I never even thought about That's that. That's one of many things. Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, oh man, what's his? What's the name of that band he was in? Neptunes. No. Pharrell. Is yeah. Pharrell? Band? It's like it, it's an acronym. Oh, nerd. Nerd. N-E-R-D. N -E -R -D. That yeah. shit yeah. is one of the most fire combinations of a thousand different types of musics into <laughs> yeah. one that blows your brain out in the best way. Okay. <laughs> sign off. Janessa, anything you want to tell the people before we sign off? Uh, My letterbox is here. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. want to Other follow side. me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, here? there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um if you want to follow me follow me and that's my instagram handle um if you're in montreal i have a movie club you can follow that too that's at not a movie club uh on instagram 
And yeah, we'll, thanks for having we'll me. Add, <laughs> we'll, we'll add that stuff to the bio. Oh, of course. No, thank you for joining oh, the show this week. For coming. It, was, it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you'll be coming back more often, trying to get you convince you. And uh, yeah, yeah, I had yeah. I'll be oh. happy to join again for sure. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what do you want to tell the people? I'm trying not to say bad jokes right now. I'm, I'm All right, just say, love y'all. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Guys, that's it. That's the whole show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with another one. Peace, everybody.